Yeah, what's good, everybody? It's Skip and BK back at it again. We are in Skip Chronicles episode. What is it? Episode eleven in this. You know what I'm saying? And um, I gotta say, uh, this is a this is an important episode to me because it talks about one of my favorite artists. So I've talked about my favorite basketball players. I've talked about my favorite actors. I've talked about my favorite like wrestlers. But when it comes to music, um, yo, this guy since since 17 so i know his his mixtape so far gone came out in 2009 right but i was listening to the song uh replacement girl so this is before i was like really listening to comeback season so i was listening to replacement girl when um it, it had trey songs on it and i saw it on like uh i think it was like near the tail end of 106 in park it was like one of these new songs that popped out and the only reason why I paid attention to that song, because I've like mentioned before, before I was a Drake fan, I was a Trey Songs fan to the T. Like, gotta make it, uh, Trey Day, all those early albums. And I still listen to Trey um, when he drops new stuff. It's just not the same, just because I feel like he's plateaued in his um, his projects in a way. I think his most recent project was pretty solid. Um, he had some more like honest and more vulnerable music on there. But to me, when I looked at Replacement Girl, I was like, yo, who is this dude? Because he had a feature by Trey Songz, and that's a big deal. This is before he was working with Wayne and any of those people. So I'm like, this is, goes out to my plate. And I was listening to the flow, and I was like, yo, this dude's kind of dope, bro. I'm going to pay attention to him, right? So I, I, I think I came across Comeback Season on um, Dat Piff, and I was listening to it. So this is before, you know, we had to like, we had to literally build our library by downloading things, putting on iTunes, and uploading it to the iPod. So if like my library and i'm gonna have to like resurrect it from like one of my um like older laptops that it kind of like you know it's kind of like dying right now like to me if you like the three biggest amount of songs i have is from jay-z trey songs and drake so i'm listening to drake listening to drake and when so far gone came out in my um in my i think my second semester of um second semester of college because it came out 2009 and i started college what is it i started college august 2008 if i'm not mistaken so because of that and i know it came after um kanye west's 808s and heartbreak which came out in my 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 fall semester that was november 24 2008 sad boy music so so far gone is is influenced by 808s and heartbreak so it's a lot of artists that that was like the introduction to like this new way of like sad boyism and and thing but when i'm looking at like the rise of like you know drake it's 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 just amazing to see you know like if you told me that i didn't watch the grassy but you know this guy from the grassy is going to become one of the biggest musical artists to date i would have been like yo you praying right now you crazy but lo and behold he put the work in so his first couple mixtapes, I you know, Room for Improvement came out in 2006, and um, I know Comeback Season came out in 2007, and that's when the other song with uh, Trey Songz came out to us. So since I was like 17, 16, 17, I was like just on the wave of I've been paying attention to him on like verses when he was on um, Little Wayne's mixtapes when he was killing it, and they were doing like their early collaborative efforts, and you know. He, uh, I think he he appeared on um, the Carter Three. I believe he appeared on the Carter Three. I have to double check because I believe he's. Um, they had some songs together with Ransom, Forever, uh, Lil Wayne jumped on a remix to Brand New. So this is really be right before he signs with Young Money, and you know, 
just going so far gone is one of his best pieces of work like i felt that like i remember when i listened to that what i was going through as an 18 year old going into 19 dealing with uh you know someone that i really loved and cared for went to another school we broke up i'm dealing with all these things and these feelings and how do i i cope how do i move on like a lot of his music in the early art i want to be successful i want to do all these things there's a hunger in me like i think that early part of his rise is why i'm so committed to his career that i just looked at someone artist like their artistry and i just get it like their music like i just understand it to a t and um i think that's the reason why i have to call this um i have to really probably name this episode comeback season just because i feel like drake always gets me back in my bag whenever something's wrong i'm a, and people make fun of me like yo you just do really i think my most recent in 2020 my apple music rapper i think i listened to like 99 hours of drake like by far drake is one of my superstars of my library and i can never go wrong with that so when, when he goes into making um thank me later which comes out the following um which comes out in it comes out in two 2010 so if 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 so far gone is like kind of like early 2009 it comes out in 2010 i'm not a fan of thank me later um i'm just gonna be honest that's that's not an album that i love of his that's something that i i can you know forget but with the early parts of him jumping on tracks and doing crazy remixes and him making a known before he had the beer, before he became champagne poppy and you know people making fun of his fits and like him not being a great performer that dude was in the trenches, bro. He was working his ass off for the acknowledgement for the respect of his peers. So, you know, you know, being like a rookie of the year, you know, dropping numbers. The first album, you know, it just it wasn't slapping. It wasn't, it was, I think it was way too commercial. Um, and you know, it did receive nominations, but I just didn't, I just didn't look at it like this is this is it, right? This is this is the thing that he should go with. But you know, in typical Drake fashion, Drake always drops like kind of like Lucy, some regular singles before the next album. So we're getting to 2011. He dropped Dreams Money Can Buy, which is one of my favorite songs early in like my Drake listening experience. Also, the name of my other podcast is Reason Why. It's like, you know, it's such a song that I could just get into like a zone about it, you know. And he drops Marvin, which was one of his his solid tracks from Take Care, right? So when Take Care comes, you know, much later in 2011, so, you know, Thank Me Later is 2010, Take Care is 2011. He fixes all the issues, in my opinion, that he had with Thank Me Later. It wasn't commercial, it was, you know, good mix of rap and R&B. A lot of people will say that Take Care can be, um, you know, his classic, his number one. I lean on nothing was the same. But for me, I just feel like when I'm looking at his, his, his rise, right? When I'm looking at everything that comes with it, it's just something uh, uh, amazing in itself of like, yo, this this dude is one of my goats. Like, I know people are going to talk about the Jay-Z, going to talk about the Nas, they're going to talk about the Biggie, they're going to talk about Tupac, they can talk about Rakim, they can talk about other, like, legendary wordsmiths. So when I'm, I'm not even, I don't really always focus on the lyrics. I know real, like, rap, hip-hop listeners, they care about lyrics, they care about bars. I care about the feeling. I'm an emotional cancer. I'm a, I'm a person that just does this... Does this touch my feelings? Does this touch my emotions? Do I do I get this? So I'm not the greatest person to like say who my top artist because I care about how they make me feel when I'm listening to it. 
that's why when I'm listening, I'm I'm always gonna look at my 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 core guys like Drake, J Cole. I'm gonna listen to Kendrick. I throw some party, throw some weekend in there, you know. Get some Big Sean. I like Big Sean. He, he's like there's a lot of the guys, you know. Even with some of the even newer newer guys like Jack Harlow. There's a lot of people that I listen to their music because I feel their hunger. I feel their journey. I love it. I need to feel like I'm a part of it. And if I don't, it kind of it, it it gives me like a reservation, but. it's it's just something else man when i'm looking at i'm looking at all these albums from you know nothing was the same and if you're reading this it's too late um what a time to be alive views and more life um i was gonna kind of like leave nothing was the same kind of like separate but i think it would be behoove me to like have this be a short episode this might be this might go the full 30 minutes so i'm just gonna go through each breakdown and how i feel about the albums and kind of give my ranking of it and you know just how i just have been committed to the aubrey drake graham journey so i already talked about thank uh uh thank me later i think the song's like you know you know what what was it this was he had like some things like over it was like really generic things miss me fancy find your love um so they were commercial successes but i feel like when i go into like take care when we just look at take care from like top to bottom that project was like he had the title track take care which had you know the weekend on it um he has things like you know crew love he has no take care had rihanna on it i apologize take care had rihanna on it crew love had the weekend you have marvin's room buried alive performed by kendrick lamar you had underground kings you had make me proud lord knows doing the wrong the real heart that like from top to bottom without even counting the bonus tracks was like the motto and like hate sleeping moan like it was 18 songs like cohesive work the runtime is like you know 80 minutes so like an hour and 20 minutes and 18 seconds and you know with the uh bonus tracks is 86 minutes you have this in your top two i i completely respect you as a drake fan like i can't even get mad at you and you know to me during this time i was listening to this, this album and a lot of other things to like helped me go during like the end near the end of my college career because this is like you know 2011 i'm getting into um i'm getting into like you know this is senior year right this is senior year for me i'm like kind of like you know getting ready to um you know get 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 out of here and just kind of like get, get that transition into life but nothing was the same came out a year after i graduated college and um you know talking about how sonically it is from front right and then when i learned about the memento version memento um version later on where you play it back to front and just learning the story you want to do and just the rise of like he is going through in his career of like these bigger challenges of you know lack of trust in the women and the love interest he has you know who, who is still friends who is now foes like i made an amazing article on my cove alpha page and i still have it up to this day where it's like I feel like when I write about Drake or people that I really respect, you can feel like the appreciation, the admiration that I have for this person. But he gets into so many different bags when it's like the the sad boy bag, the braggadocio bag, the um, the just purely rapping bag, the purely R and B bag, the singing bag, like with the hooks and stuff like that. The remix, I'm letting you know, an album's coming bag. Like, yo, I, I. It's, it, I feel like how I feel about Drake is how people got to see like the Dr. J's, the Magic's, the Larry Bird's, the Michael Jordan, seeing them in their heyday, seeing his rise to his prime. Like I'm just looking at all of these pieces and just like all of these albums helped me with something. Like if you're reading this, it's too late with the beefs. And the, this is when he got really like 
aggy with it like yo i'm i'm that guy i'm i'm that guy from the sixth side does you know when you're saying that and you feel that like oh okay are you about that action bro i, I feel you and then he did the collaboration with what a time to be alive when you know he, he dropped that with future and then that kind of leads into views and, and more like but what a time to be alive you know it's such a i feel like at the time people didn't really love it but it aged so well like i even i've been listening to that album and it's like five years later and i was like yo i can it, it it's still ages really good like it, it bumps and i feel like a lot of times when people hate on drake when the album drops you, you people want to have like their issues with it but you pick up that album a year later you can't even deny i'm not gonna say it's like the greatest thing you ever hear but it ages well it ages like wine a lot of his things are like different like wine bottles with different brands of wine and like i can go to certain things even albums that i didn't like when i heard it when it came out like even views i'm a notorious views hater like i used to really hate views and then when i pick it up and i went through some life experiences i was like yo i get this now you know i had to go through life more to get things and more life was like a more playful like playlist but like even with um like things like the care package which is like some lucy's from like the early days from like the late 2000 early 2010 area right when he had some some lucy you put that together as a project earlier this year alongside um i think dark 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 tape uh uh dark lane demo tapes so um actually i think care package came out last year right did it come out last year let me see. Nah, they did come out last year. So it came out 2019. Yo, times are flying. But I feel like when I'm looking at it from top to back, I think the only album I don't like is Scorpion. I think it's just way too long. But going back to the initial feeling that I had, with seeing this guy, this hungry guy from Toronto that nobody knew. What I liked about Drake at that time is he was an underdog. Regardless of how people wanted to say he's an actor, he had all his money. People always want to claim that he's an industry plant. And all of these allegations, he, he really worked his ass off. Like when it came to writing, when it came to producing, working with 40, understanding what that sound is, um, understanding who, when he came to building his own team, who he, he works really well with, like the Rick Rosses. He does amazing songs with Rick Ross and Party. Um, he does some song, great songs with Travis, Lil Wayne, um, a, a lot of individuals, even Young Thug and, and Future. He really um he, he's un understanding his sound i think a lot of times when it comes to albums people want more of him but that's what happens when you're at the you're in the the near top of the pecking order people are going to want you to evolve in such a way that it's such it's easily digest digestible to everybody and um i just think that he's been a, a an influential person in how he makes moves not just inside of music but outside when it comes to his business deals when it comes to partnering with nike partnering with sprite um you know sometimes his guest appearance on saturday like live showing he can still get into the acting bag um him him just just using his his platform to not only build a legacy for himself but his friends his family and now his offspring it's like it's tremendous to me it's like he's living the life he's always wanted to and all he had to do was like really commit into you know spending those times in the studio and and really being like yo i'm about to really i'm about to really do this i'm about to really put my all into all these projects and sometimes you know they're hits and sometimes they're misses but i'm i'm very excited for his next project well by this time i, I release it it's probably come out the certified lover boy um so this is kind of like an older recording that i recorded in 2020 but i mean i think it's probably going to be another uh piece of the puzzle i think it's going to be it's going to be solid um but you know with that being said um 
yo, I think people be calling me an Aubrey's angel and stuff like that. I mean, I was a stand. I used to think that Drake can't do nothing wrong, but he's a human being. And, and as I've grown up and I've seen the, seen the music grow, you know, people are not perfect. I can't see him as a perfect human being. He's going to do things that are wrong and that I can't, you know, defend. But I have to admire his vigilance, his 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 fearlessness to do what other people are scared to do. And that's to try to succeed at a consistent basis, try to make so much artistry that you know it's undeniable like a lot of people are going to hate you like they're going to try to discount you but they can't they can't hate on the work like it's there like the consistent you know top 100s getting other people in the top 100s in the billboards like that's just the drake stimulus package the drizzy stimmy package you know and if there's something that I've learned from just um, admiring Drake or just following Drake, I would eventually want to do something similar with the Skip, you know, Skippy stimulus package. I want to be able to like, you know, because I'm helping people, they're able to build their own legacies and help other people like, you know. And I think that's that's why it's just so easy for me to root for someone like Drake. A lot of people are going to say that he, he, he steals flows and he, he does all these things. But I think when you pay attention to how he came up, you know, being and understanding Toronto and I've visited Toronto a couple of times and it's literally one of my top five cities in the world. And I'm, I'm still traveling outside of the outside of the country, going other places. You know, by the time this releases, I'm probably going to even be in other places. But I mean, you can't you can't knock um a person that because of how toronto how diverse it is it really is similar to new york city and how diverse that city is where you have people from you know africa where you have people from the caribbean when you have people from other places in europe in um you know in asia you know it's it's a melting pot so of course they're gonna have like this sound where they they sound similar to uk it's very similar and you know he has homies in the uk he travels a lot he is studying people a lot so it's not like he doesn't he doesn't have his ears to the streets or he doesn't pay attention he pays attention a lot and i feel like it shows me what happens when you're going from an under underdog mindset to a champion mindset of how your 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 whole process has to change like it has to change a lot like you can't you can't do the same things you did when you were like uh, in your teenage years your early 20s you have to evolve and get more refined with uh the work and you have to understand that you know as you get older you know the stakes get higher and as you get older you know that you know your downfall is what people are, are praying for and it's, and it's unfortunate you know it is it is unfortunate but that it, it comes with the territory and just to just get back into it you know drake you know one of my favorite artists that you know through the late part of high school to help me through college, help me through when I, when I graduated college, you know, help me through my mid to late 20s. And now I'm in my early 30s, you know, I, I mean, I relate to it. I relate to, you know, I feel like women are not giving me the type of attention that I think I deserve or I, you know, the bravado or like the work or like, you know, it, it makes me have to look at myself as like, do I think I'm the guy that I really am or, or do I have more self-work to do? And I, I, I really can't go without saying that, yo, this guy is really one of my favorite musicians, favorite artists to listen to. And he's been holding that slot for like, what, 13 years, bro, 13 years. And, you know, for hopefully many more to come. But it, it, there's no way I can't even talk about, you know, Drake and this. Oh, yeah, I supposed to say the order of my favorite album. So um, I can't count uh so far gone because that's like a mixtape right so we're going by like quote unquote mixtapes um or like his projects 
I think, because I, I think Darkling demo tapes and, and I think that's an EP. I think Care Package is like an EP. Um, I mean, if you're reading this, they don't count as an album. I know some people do. So I'm going to see. I'm, I'm going to count as an album this time. But if we're just talking about like mixtapes and EPs, I'm putting So Far Gone above Darkling demo tapes and I'm putting that over Care Package. So I put that So Far Gone first. I'll put. I'm gonna put care package second. I'm gonna put dark lane demo tapes third, but that's just because you know care package it has so much nostalgia and so many good tracks that you know you know dark lane demo tapes came out uh, early 2020. Like I think it's like April, April, May. If I'm not mistaken, like a little, like kind of like in the early parts of um, the pandemic. But um, yeah, yeah, I, that's that's my order for the mixtapes and EPs for the albums. For the albums, that's um, to me that's much easier. Um, for me, my number one album, that is my clear favorite um, album, Is Nothing Was The Same. Uh, I, I reflect on that. I go back to it sometimes when I need to get back into that bag. Um, second, if we are counting, if we are counting, if you're reading this now, then it's too late. If we're counting that, let me, hopefully I'm saying this right because I'm just butchering this whole thing. What is this? What's this? Because they count it as a mixtape. If you're reading this, it's too late. Because they count this as a mixtape. Because they count that and the What a Time to Be Alive as mixtapes. And even more like, shit, I might have to go back before I even get to these albums. Because this changes the everything. Because looking at Wiki, if we're going by what they say, so Room for Improvement, Comeback Season, So Far Gone. If you're reading this, it's too late. What a Time to Be Alive, More Life, Dark Lane Demo Tapes. Whew. Because they said More Life is like a playlist. Cool. All right. So if they want to go by like that, I'm still gonna put so far gone number one. Whew, it's about to get hard as hell. Um, I think second, I'm gonna put if you're reading this, it's too late. I think that braggadocio version of Drake is just it's just impeccable. I really can't say anything against it. Um, I think after that it's gonna start getting trickier. Um, I'm gonna put comeback season, I'm gonna put comeback season third. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put What a Time to Be Alive fourth. I'm gonna put More Life fifth. Room for Improvement sixth. And I, I don't really wanna rank our Dark Lane demo tape because from what I see, it was actually released in May. So I, I think I need to sit with it more. I might have to revisit this in like a year or two and come back to it. So, I mean, it's it's not fair for like the other projects. I got to sit with it more. I care package for some reason. I think this is that's a compilation album. So I'll just leave that to the side. So. Drake be just he really be switching it up with how he labels things. Um, but I think when it comes to the albums, um, going back to what I was saying before, nothing was the same. Number one, definitely number one to me. Number two is take care. By far. Number two is take care. Right. Number three, because we're going because if we're not counting if you're reading this now, it's too late, you know, as an album. They count as a mixtape. If that was an album, that would be my third. But if they're not counting as an album, I'd have to go with Views as like my third because I just was not a fan of Thank Me Later. Like I can listen to it, it but it just ha doesn't have that replay value as I've gotten older. Um, I will unfortunately have to put, I will put Thank Me Later over Scorpion. I did not like how it was sequenced. And it, to me, Scorpio, Scorpion didn't have the replay value that I needed it to have. Um, so, I mean, I, I do know some people that do like it. I'm not one of them, but I respect it if people do like it. Um, and, you know, Certified Lover Boy is supposed to be coming out January 2021. So, um, 
yo, this is the boy. It's a boy from the six side. That's that's the guy. And you know, I think when it comes to a lot of the people that I look up to, like I, I envision that I will be in 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 arenas or in places where people are just not gonna like me, and I have to accept it. You know, as much as I want to be a likable person, I'm looking at him kind of get used to that type of attention and you know there's nothing else you can do but just work hard and just try to you know keep your head down and and, and avoid the noise but i i really have nothing else to say other than yo i really appreciate this guy from the sixth side aubrey drake graham he's one of my favorite musicians of all time so influential um he, he really has done the thing he's made nothing was the same which to me it was uh, an excellent piece of work i i stress you if you are getting to the end of this episode if you have not listened to the album nothing was saying from front to back from i think it's track one to like track 12 or 13 and then go backwards from pound cake to tuscan leather there's a little double entendre in tuscan leather and i always say that tuscan leather is the best intro outro track of an album ever so you know just let me know what you think after listening to this how you feel what are your favorite mixtapes from drake what are your favorite albums from drake you know am i a little ludicrous for loving drake as an artist as much as i do just let me know hit me up on uh facebook twitter instagram uh clubhouse uh at skip from bk um keep keep posted on us on uh covealpa.com you know follow us on facebook follow us on, on twitter follow us on instagram um, make sure you show love to the people that slept on creatives who help with the editing, help with the audio and help with the visuals. Um, they're just amazing. I really appreciate them. Shout out to John Wall Cat. And until we meet again, stay safe. I appreciate you. And until we meet again for the second time, because I want you to make sure I want you to make sure you come back. I want you to come back. Don't 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 leave me hanging. It's comeback season. <laughs>